الحمد لله وكفى وسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى أما بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وسارعوا إلى مغفرة من ربكم وجنة عرضها كعرض السماء والأرض سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين الحمد لله رب العالمين اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم Typically when a person sees an end in sight they strive and make great strides toward the end Typically when a person sees an end in sight they exert themselves, they strive even more, and the reason they do this is because they see an end in sight. It's, the, it's dependent upon that final sight, the ability to see what's at the end. And you can apply this in your own life. You can take, for example, if you're studying for an exam, and you have four hours left to study for the exam, what happens? You study, and you have a steady pace. You have a certain number of things that you need to accomplish, certain number of a certain piece of information that you need to uh, bring into your mind and consolidate into your memory and you have about four hours to do that and two hours left you still continue to do that but and then when you find out that there's only one hour left meaning you see that there's an end in sight that time point is now realistic it's real that it's going to stop it's a hard stop what happens at that point is then you begin to scramble and you take in whatever information you can take in. Whatever you see on the page, you'll say, I'm just going to go ahead and look at it because maybe this will end up on the test. Maybe this will end up on the exam. So those last 15 minutes, that last half an hour, because you've now seen that end, that, that hard stop point, you just try to take in whatever you can. And you will literally scramble to try to, to put that into your mind. You can take, for instance, uh, a marathon. I've never run a marathon before. But for people that run marathons, they know, so, or you've, if, you've seen any, if you've seen a marathon, it's 26 plus miles in length. And a person who's, who runs a marathon, they pace themselves initially. They pace themselves, they pace themselves, they pace themselves. The reason they pace themselves is because obviously they don't want to tire out too soon into it, and then they'll just be fatigued, and, and perhaps they won't even be able to finish. So what happens? I mean, as they pass the 25th mile, and even... As they pass the 26th mile, and they know there's 300-some yards left, and they, they can visually see that there's a finish line in sight, what happens? They then strive at the end. They exert themselves because they can see it. And so they're making that extra effort because maybe they'll complete the marathon in just a few seconds sooner, a few minutes sooner than, than, uh, than if they were to continue at their pace. So they see that finish line, and then they excite themselves, they exert themselves, and they push themselves beyond what they would otherwise do. You can take... The example of, for instance, if, you, if, you're, if you're fortunate enough to win a shopping spree. You win a shopping spree and they tell you that you're going to go into Best Buy and you have, you, have an, you have 15 minutes and whatever you can put into your shopping cart is yours. You have 15 minutes, whatever you can put into your shopping cart is yours. So what happens? The, the, the bell rings and then you go. And then, you, then in, my, in your mind you're thinking, okay, I really wanted this particular computer. I've been really wanting this MacBook. I've been really wanting uh, the iPhone 9. It's going to come eventually. I've been really wanting the uh, I've been really wanting a, a sound system. So what happens? You go straight to those places and you pick up those big ticket items that, you, that you've been dreaming about. Right? You, so you, you, ha you have kind of in mind what you're going to do. You're almost pacing yourself so that you can get to those. But then what happens? 
right? If they say there's one minute remaining, what happens? At that point, it, you scramble. You take whatever you can get off the shelf. You literally put your hand on the shelf and you pass through and whatever falls into your cart falls into your cart. You're trying to scramble to retain whatever you can retain because now you see the finish line. You see that there's one minute remaining and at that point you're going to do whatever you can. You're going to, physically you're going to run to different parts and different corners so that you can maximize on that final minute. And this is all happening because you're seeing the finish line. If you didn't know that there was one minute remaining, then you wouldn't be able to exert yourself. If you didn't see a finish line when you're running the marathon, you wouldn't be able to exert yourself. If you didn't know, or if you didn't uh, know that there was only 15 minutes remaining before your exam, or a half an hour remaining before your exam, then you would just continue pacing yourself at that normal speed. The month of Ramadan is very similar. The month of Ramadan is very similar. In the sense that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran about Ramadan that it is ayyamun ma'dudat. It is a counted, calculated, limited number of days. It's 30 days. And for the believer, you can think about it like a marathon. It isn't easy. It's 30 days. It's 30 days. And if a person were to go all out the first couple of days, maybe they would tire themselves out. So a believer learns to pace himself. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sort of built this into the deen, right? That you are going to fast from, from essentially dawn until, until sunset. You are going to pray 20 rak'ah of taraweeh if you're able to. You are going to go to the masjid if you're able to. And, and that's the level of exertion. And you're going to recite Qur'an. And that's the level of exertion a person does. And then what happens? The last 10 days kind of hits. And then the last 10 days hit and then a person exerts himself a little bit more. He exerts himself a little bit more. She exerts herself a little bit more. And, and now the expectation is a little bit higher. Now, not only do you have to do these things, but you also have to spend as much time as you can in the masjid. If you can commit yourself to i'tikaf, do so. If you can commit yourself to part of the time in the masjid, then do so. And then we're also instructed to seek out Laylatul Qadr. It's an active process where a believer looks and tries to find Laylatul Qadr. And this requires effort and energy. So you begin to sort of pick up the pace. And then you reach where we are right now. You reach this sort of time period where we are right now, where we can literally see the end in sight. It's just a handful of days remaining, two, three days remaining. We can literally see the end in sight. And our approach is expected to be the same as that marathon runner who sees the finish line or as a student who recognizes there's only 10 minutes left before their exam, or that person who has a shopping spree and the one-minute bell rings and he knows or she knows that they have to scramble to get whatever they can. Our attitude is the same, that we then pick up the pace beyond what we were doing for the last seven days or for the last 20, 27 days. We pick up our pace and we then now scramble and try to capture every single deed we can get. If the opportunity to recite Qur'an is there, then we recite it. If there's an opportunity to istighfar, we do it. If there's an opportunity to come to the masjid, we do it. We exert ourselves and we seek to utilize every single moment of the day in connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is our attitude. And the reason we're able to do this, the reason the believer is able to exert themselves further is because they see an end in sight. And the best analogy for this, to help us understand this, is a short verse in the Qur'an where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala instructs us to do something. He advises us or instructs us to do something and it's not necessarily in the context of Ramadan but we can all apply it within the context of Ramadan. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Al-Ali Imran, He says, وَسَارِعُوا وَسَارِعُوا إِلَىٰ مَغْفِرَةٍ مِّنْ رَبِّكُمْ وَجَنَّةٍ عَرْضُهَا كَعَرْضِ السَّمَاءِ وَالْأَرْضِ وَسَارِعُوا إِلَىٰ مَغْفِرَةٍ مِّنْ رَبِّكُمْ وَجَنَّةٍ عَرْضُهَا 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, compete with one another, race with one another. Literally race with one another. Try to defeat or excel with one another. And he's saying to what? To what? The two things that we see at the finish line. There are two things that we see at the finish line at the end of Ramadan. And inshallah, all of us will be, all of us are seeing it. And inshallah, all of us will be able to get it. What are those two things that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us to race to word, to race to word, to put that extra effort in and, 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 and sprint is what? إِلَىٰ مَغْفِرَةٍ مِّن رَبِّكُمْ Toward the forgiveness of your Lord. That's what we see at the end of Ramadan. We see the forgiveness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We see the, that mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is so rampant during these last few days of Ramadan. The, the 27th night, the 20, there's, it's so rampant during the last few days of Ramadan. Not only is it because it's the last 10 days, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has seen the effort that all of us have made. He's seen that we've sacrificed for 27 days, day and night, fasting for His sake, keeping away from food, tired, asleep. Half of us have trouble staying awake at work because we're struggling for the sake of Allah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He's appreciative of this. He's, he's appreciative of this. So His mercy is, not only is it rampant in the last 10 days, but because He sees the effort that we've all made so far, His mercy is even more dominant over that believer that struggles to this point. So what happens? He's saying, Race toward the forgiveness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because that's what's the end in sight. The Prophet said in a hadith that the believer receives their reward on the last night of Ramadan and their reward is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgives them of their life of sin. This is the reward of the believer who struggles during the month of Ramadan. So we race one another, we compete with one another, we strive and encourage one another toward the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, toward the forgiveness of Allah because that's what we see. We see the forgiveness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and His forgiveness is available for every single believer that's wronged Him. There isn't a single person who isn't able to seek the forgiveness of Allah during these last few days of Ramadan. Then, the second thing, that we are encouraged to rush to word, to sprint now to word, now that we see it, is Jannah. The believer is now encouraged to sprint and race and compete with one another, or excel with one another toward Jannah. And Jannah is available for everyone. What Allah Ta'ala is saying to compete, it isn't that if I defeat someone else and I excel in my deeds, then it's going to be at the that someone else is going to miss out on their Jannah. Allah Ta'ala is using this to encourage everyone to compete and excel and toward what's that end in sight? It's Jannah. And how, what kind of Jannah is this? The, uh, Allah subhanahu wa uh, the Prophet said that during the month of Ramadan, فُتِّحَتْ أَبْوَابُ الْجَنَّةِ أَبْوَابُ الْجَنَّةِ That the doors of Jannah are flung open, they're wide open. And in the last 10 days of Ramadan, the Prophet said that these are the days where people who are shackled to the fire of hell are freed from the fire of hell and the doors of Jannah are wide open for them. The doors of Jannah are wide open right now. They're wide open. And then Allah Ta'ala says, what kind of Jannah is it? How vast is Jannah? How much space is there in Jannah? Jannatin arduha ka'ardu samai wal ard. Its width is as vast, or its vastness is as vast as everything that is contained in the world and in the heavens. That's vast. Our current understanding of the universe is that it's approximately 46 billion light years in, in terms of diameter. 46 billion light years. One light year is the time it takes for light, uh, uh, for light to travel or the, over the course of an entire year, 365 days. And light 
in, in our understanding, is perhaps the fastest, uh, 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 it's the fast, if travels faster than anything else. Right? We, this is the, this is the, the analogy we often use, faster than the speed of light. And there's, there's ongoing studies, is there something faster than light? But right now, our understanding definitively is that light is the fastest. And so the, tr- the speed that light travels at, the amount it traverses over the course of one year is considered one light year. One light year. And it takes just a few minutes for light to come from the sun to us. We're talking 46 billion light years is the size of the universe. 46 billion light years. And it's so vast, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's universe, that we can only see 14 billion years worth of light so far. Meaning there's far more that we're, we're probably never going to be able to see it because the universe is expanding and growing faster than the speed of light. If you think about that, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying that Jannah is like the vastness of everything here and Samawat or sama, everything in the heavens as well. That's the vastness of Jannah. That's the va- it's hard for us to conceive how vast Jannah is. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying that Jannah is, is, is or, or Allah ta'ala is saying race toward forgiveness and race toward Jannah because this is what you're going this is the light at the end of the tunnel. So what does that mean for us? That means that we've now made an effort for 25, 26, 27 days. We've consistently made an effort toward Allah. And everyone's made this effort. It isn't that the people that have come to the masjid have made this effort. Everyone's made an effort. Long fasts for the sake of Allah. Fatigue, being tired for the sake of Allah. Exerting ourselves and reciting Quran for the sake of Allah. And just a handful of days left, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is very appreciative of all the efforts everyone's put in. But now, the last three days are crucial. Because this is when we strive. This is when we sprint. This is when we excel. This is when we speed up everything. Whatever we were doing, we exert ourselves even more. If we were reciting three juz of Qur'an every day, now we're going to recite five. If we, were, if we were spending 20 minutes in dhikr, now we're going to spend 45 minutes in dhikr. If we were praying eight rak'ah of taraweeh, now we're going to pray 20. We're going to exert ourselves. If we, were, if we were sort of missing out on tahajjud, now we're going to exert ourselves. Why are we doing this? Why are we trying to do it? Because we don't know which moment between now and the end of Ramadan, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will accept. We don't know which deed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be pleased with. So we engage ourselves and be busy in righteous deeds. Because it, it's possible that some deed that we neglected or some deed that we didn't make much of, that's the deed that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is most appreciative of. And because of that, He grants us Jannah. So we strive. And we try our best to not waste a single waking moment for the rest of Ramadan. This is because we see the end in sight. It's just a handful of days left, and we seek to take advantage of it. And inshallah, if we do, and it's the attitude that counts most, then perhaps Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make us from amongst those that are forgiven during this month, and will make us from amongst those that are guaranteed Jannah during this month. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive us for all of our mistakes and all of our shortcomings, both in during this month and outside of this month. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to excel and strive and sprint during these last two or three days of Ramadan like we've never done before. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us from amongst those who receive Jannah as their reward at the end of Ramadan. Wa